Welcome to ATRA, Voices from the Field. This sustainable agriculture podcast is presented by the National Center for Appropriate Technology with support from USDA Rural Business Cooperative. Okay, I'm here at the Davis Farmer's Market with Martin Barnes of KPA Valley. KPA Organic. KPA Organics. We're the first organic farm in KPA Valley. So, pioneers, uh, can you talk a little bit about that operation and how you started uh, the early days? Yeah, so we were students with Isao Fujimoto, and we were inspired to organize the Davis Farmer's Market. And so we were the first farmer's market in California. It just took off like a shot. Now there's three or four hundred. It's amazing how, how they've branched out everywhere. But as students, we decided, hey, if we're starting a farmer's market, let's make a little money. And so we, six months in advance, we started to plant. And then the first day of the market, hey, we brought some cash home. And then we never stopped. Well, what were your first uh, crops that you grew? And so that was in 1976, and we sold squash, tomatoes, uh, all for 25 cents a pound. So those two were your main crops? Right, for the first day. So now you're really diversified. What, uh, what was the so statement now, for that? Yeah, so my kids have taken over the farm now, and they grow about everything that is possible to grow. We have, uh, right now we're selling mandarins. We have apricots in the summer. Our specialty in the summer is the heirloom tomatoes. Right now it's winter, we have uh, carrots, lettuce, chard, you name it. Can you talk a little bit about uh, your markets? So, the backbone of the farm economically is a home delivery service, a CSA. We um, got so big that we're starting to buy from about 37 other different organic farmers. And we deliver to the entire state of California, and we've even expanded up to Seattle. So, this is, it wasn't me, it was my sons who did the CSA. And now they're the biggest CSA in the United States with 50,000 customers. Amazing. Um, I recall reading about CSAs kind of losing their appeal, if you will. How have you guys adapted to that? So my son spent over a million dollars to develop software so that the customer can go online and choose what's going to be in their box. And this makes everybody happy. Wow. Sounds like a lot of innovation and a lot of uh, change since when you first started. Yeah, the the kids were born on the farm, but they grew up in the age of computers in the 90s when computers started to take hold. And so they adapted right to it. And so now the farm is a combination between growing and selling using high-tech so, um, when you first started off, uh, what were your biggest challenges as far as uh, pests and uh, fertilization programs? Well, the cucumber beetles 
were and even now always a problem. When you plant melons, they come up and the cucumber beetles want to take that first bite. But if you can get past two or three leaves, then it's not a problem. Um, aphids in broccoli and on lettuce are all, always a problem in the winter. And but, I assume the coal crops too. Yeah, yeah. But, so how do you deal with them? Um, we just try to avoid them. <laughs> if you have healthy plants, then the aphids aren't that interested in them. And so if the aphids attack, then we say, oh, well, we just have to give that bed up or that par portion of the crop. We have to kiss it goodbye. So kind of like a trap crop, if you will? Yeah, we have uh, crops growing along the edge, or you know, plants growing on the edge of each field. But aphids are a problem, yeah. but it just depends on the weather and the time of year, and it's hit and miss. As far as your fertilization program, what do you do as far as uh, cover crops, compost, and so forth? Yeah, so we like to use compost. Um, we have it delivered from Dixon. Um, also, we, we spray with a, a seaweed mist. And just yesterday I saw they were going through with a, and on the leaks, and it was like a fog, and it smelled like the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so that's part of your nutrient Right, program. yeah, yeah. So it's foliar. Uh-huh. And then also the tractors were going through the orchards to hurry up and um, get the soil ready to plant a cover crop before it rains. Great. Um, if you would have the ability to speak to any beginning farmer, what advice would you give them nowadays? Yeah, I would say just get started um, the best you can. Um, the trick is to you know, rent a piece of land to make sure there's some water there. You know, there's, it's all pretty obvious, but also um, develop an outlet for the farmer's market, like a farmer's market. Um, getting the market started here in Davis, that was a lifesaver for us as we were growing up with a family on the farm with not much money. Um, that was crucial to have some cash coming in every week. And then making contacts with restaurants and wholesalers, that kind of got us going. But then as we got bigger, we realized that it's important to avoid the middleman and try to establish direct contacts with your customers, and then they're going to be loyal to you. So you invite them to the farm, have a special day with the picnics on the farm, and it's your loyal customers that are going to keep you going. The other thing is um, be innovative with what you're planting. Always try to plant something new every year. And then if it sells, then you double that. And if, if you sell it all, then double it again the following year. And so that's how we've d determined, you know, what new crops to grow. Great words of wisdom and advice from one of the, the pioneers here of uh, organics and uh, CSAs, Martin Barnes. Thank you. Okay, thanks.